0: stars are right and that means it's time for another episode of the whisper in darkness i'm your host the man from lang thank you very much for joining me today on this episode we are wrapping up our look at the guardian cards in the path to carcosa investigator expansion in this episode we discuss 45 automatic level 2 eat lead level 2 first aid level 3 stick to the plan and armor of our dens there are spoilers throughout if you care about that sort of thing if you enjoy what you hear remember to like comment and subscribe before we get started, a quick reminder of how we rate cards here on the Whisper in Darkness. The best of the best get an Elder Sign, while the worst of the worst get an Auto Fail, and the cards in between get a plus one, zero, or Elder Thing, respectively. Cards that you build around or cards that are good in one particular deck get a Bless token, while cards that we believe are destined to end up on the list of taboos or simply bad for the big game get a Curse token. Before we get started, I'd like to thank the patrons of this channel for their tremendous support. You all rock. If you'd like to be amazing like these people and support the channel's goals and see your name on this list, head over to Patreon.com, sign up for a tier of your choice, and claim your rewards. That would be awesome. Special thanks to Coleman Chitty, Nicole Fiscus, and Nate Lost in Time and Space for their contributions to the channel. I couldn't do it without you. Without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back, everyone, to our reviews of the player cards in the Path to Carcosa Investigator expansion. This is uh, the final batch of uh, Guardian cards in the box. We are going to start off with the upgrade for the 45 automatic, a classic from the core set. This is a 4-cost asset, 2 XP, has a combat and agility skill icon, item weapon, and firearm trait, uses 4 ammo. As an action, spend one ammo, fight, you get plus two combat for this attack. This attack deals plus one damage. Ignore the retaliate keyword for this attack, and it takes up a hand slot. Thoughts on the uh, upgrade for the 45?
1: This is a very solid weapon in solo and two player. It um, actually op- is, yeah. <laughs> Oftentimes, you, you plus two is enough. Once you get plus four over the bag in standard, you're you're basically beating everything except the auto four And you just, you don't need anything else. You don't need a lightning gun most of the time. Generally, a 45 has enough damage output, especially Mm -hmm. if you're Mark and you've got like a 32 Colt on the side. That's usually enough. And then ignoring Retaliate is actually pretty nice because you're going to use this against bosses if you're someone like Mark. So it's like you have the 45 and the Colt. Use the Colt to kill the smaller enemies that don't have Retaliate. And then you have your forty-five to kill the boss, which likely does have retaliate, and you get to ignore it.
2: Yeah, the thing about forty-five automatic that has actually kept me actually playing it over the years is that there are actually very few weapons that suit the one handed playstyle, especially in Guardian. Nate, pop quiz. How many XP weapons that take up one hand can Guardian take?
1: I think it's only two, right?
2: You are correct. And we've mentioned this and Time
1: Worn Brand, right?
2: oh yeah sorry i meant the 32 Colt because it's a firearm yeah oh yeah, yeah 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 sorry i meant to say firearm um because there's also enchanted blade level three that's a whole other thing whether you're doing melee or not but the firearm play there are two firearms that are one handed that take xp and that's this and 32 Colt. Yep. Yeah. yeah that guardians can take rogues have tons of them but they're you know that's that's different I still kind of like this thing because you know it does what it does. Often enough, if I'm playing like Roland and I want to use my other hand for something else, then this isn't too bad. And I mm-hmm. feel like with Roland, I'm not feeling too comfortable with the Colt, so I kind of like the plus two of the automatic. The Retaliate doesn't come into play that often, but it can save your butt because if you mi- because often enough you miss. Like you shoot, you go to shoot you an, al- an enemy engaged with your friend. If you miss, not only do you hit your friend for two damage, but the enemy attacks you for for multiple damage, and then. That's, that's, that's a lot of damage all at once. So it's, it's, it's nice to have that comfort of not having to worry. Yeah. So I kind of like this thing.
0: Yeah. I appreciate the 45 automatic because as a solo player, you tend to be running with less XP. And so oh, a yeah. lot of the big guardian weapons are either five XP and very expensive or take up two hands, which mm-hmm. you is creates problems of its own because Usually, you want something else in your other hand, especially if you're playing somebody like Roland. You may want your magnifying glass or whatnot. And having a one-handed weapon and that gives you plus two bonus and still gives you the damage. I don't. Uh, I don't know how this would scale in multiplayer. I think guardians at that level would tend to want to buy bigger stuff because they have to just chew through so much more health than. I think the plus one damage may not be enough to to do that, but uh, if you're playing in lower counts, this is definitely a, a nice option.
2: So in my experience, it's a playstyle thing, because the problem you get into is if you want to um, play multiplayer and you want to be a specialist guardian, you want to have a really big gun. You're looking at 10 XP for your guns, six XP for six of the plan, one XP for um, ever vigilant. 4 XP for Vicious Blows, and this goes on and on and on, and then you're, uh, you've are you spent way too much XP. And personally, I've just hit a point where I want to, like, to have different decks, and so what I'll end up doing, often, is I'll play uh, 45 automatic level 2, upgrade to a level 2 weapon, and then upgrade auto damage coming from other places, like Beat Cops, Agency Backup, Vicious Blows, things like that. You know, because it's, it's just hard to stuff all that stuff into one deck with the, you know, your XP budget.
1: Yeah, and... and... With Mark, Mark doesn't really need a bigger weapon.
2: You know, he's very
1: competent with just a 45 automatic. Yeah,
2: because he's at seven just right out of the gate, even before allies. Plus, Mark draws a lot, so he can run out of ammo and just replace it because he Uh has good draw.
0: How would you guys rate this one? I give this one
1: a solid plus one. I'm not ready to give it an Elder Sign because I do think that, you know, if you're willing to spend like three XP and you have a larger card pool, this. Kinda falls by the yeah. wayside a little bit, but it's a very solid card.
2: Yeah, I like it too. I feel like it's one of those things that's like kind of a sleeper hit because it fits. Because if you play that deck that I was just talking about, and I've done this a few times in like Roland, you know, where you spend your XP on other things besides guns, then I think that the fact that it's one-handed and it's kind of like it's not a zillion XP, it gets mm. the job done. So I'm also gonna give it a plus one because I think it fills that niche. It's a roll filler, as you would say, Nate. Mm. Roll filler, you know.
1: Yeah, it's a very solid solo card, too. Oh, yeah, that's
2: true.
0: Yeah, this one uh, will also get a plus one from me. Not really much to complain about. I mean, you get the plus two combat, which for for Mark puts him at a seven. That's going to hit just about most everything. And then, of course, uh, the uh, plus one damage... I guess the only bad thing I can say about this being in this box is that uh, Path to Carcosa does feature those enemies that cannot be hit by it, which is problematic for guardians.
2: That's like one encounter set. It's like two physical cards.
0: Yeah, but if you get caught with one of those,
2: well, you know is, what you know they what they do with that. With. You know what you do? You know what you do? You use your Ever Vigilant for its skill icons. Mm-hmm. That's how you deal with those. <laughs> or you get so, da- you, you remember that Daisy can take
0: Shriveling. Yeah, it's a minor nitpick, <laughs> but uh, yeah. but something to keep in mind. The next card is Eat Lead Level 2. It is a free event with uh, combat and agility skill icons. Tactic trait fast play when you activate the fight ability on a firearm asset. You may spend X additional ammo tokens from this asset. When you reveal chaos tokens for this attack, reveal X additional chaos tokens. Choose one to resolve and ignore the rest. Never played this one. It does have a downgrade. Is it level one? Oh
2: yeah, the downgrade is really good actually because uh, it's it's um, no XP. Yeah,
0: but uh, this was uh, the Guardian Capstone card in uh, Dim Carcosa, I believe, the original Mythos pack. I guess if you have only one shot left and you got to make it count, yeah, and you sure. got the ammo to spare, <laughs> but uh, okay. I have so, a tough time spending ammo on not yeah, shooting that's, stuff.
2: That's the problem, and also it costs XP. Mm-hmm. I mean, that being said, like if X is one, that means you mitigate the auto fail. And there's definitely a there's definitely something to be said about that, you know. If mm-hmm. You can, yeah, you can mitigate the auto fail if X is one. Okay, so you spend an additional one additional ammo, reveal two chaos tokens, choose one. That's what the uh, level zero version does, which is. So I think in this deck that I that I've been like kind of talking about, where you play like pistols, I think this kind of fits that because you're not spending a zillion XP on your uh, guns. And you can actually mm-hmm. afford stuff like eat lead. Plus, um, at this point in the card pool, big guns have very few shots, which is mm-hmm. kind of a problem. Yeah.
1: yeah this, Whereas if you're this playing pairs,
2: 32 Colt, you know. Yeah, I was
1: going to say, this pairs pretty nicely with the Colt. And if you have yeah. returned to Carcosa and you have the upgraded one, then that's pretty cool. Yeah,
2: you're right. You know what? I'm just going to come out right now and say this is a plus. I think it goes in a certain play style, a certain kind of deck, and I think it works really well because, uh, you know, the cult. The problem with the cult is you, your boost isn't that high, you know, compared to say lightning gun. Mm-hmm. But then you use this card to mitigate that. You know, kind of gives you a boost. pseudo
1: pseudo gym type effect where you're sort of mitigating the bag rather than just yeah, exactly brute forcing the solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I can yeah. see that. But come right out and say it's a blast
2: because you know what I think in that alternate play style where you don't you don't spend 10 xp on guns i think this is a good card Mm -hmm. but i think if you're spending 10 xp on guns your modifier is so far over and you have so few shots that you can't spare this
1: yeah i'm trying to think like maybe the thompson is the other one that you might oh yeah, yeah
2: yeah thompson yeah that's true which comes into play later but you're right
1: i think yeah. that's like the other weapon that you could potentially go into as well because that's three xp and then you'd have two xp for this so that's not bad either
2: yeah if you're doing like thompson stuff yeah it's true yeah
1: this card is definitely a bit of a sleeper because it like matt said it, i do agree with you that you have to build around or have like a certain play style in mind to use this card to be able to afford it <laughs> that too yeah so yeah i think a Bless is a fair rating.
0: Everybody's going bless, eh?
2: Well, no, no, no. I just came right out and said it, you know, Just and I gave my reasoning. Your reasoning could be totally different. So you don't have to join the crowd. We're not tribes, okay? You can give this uh, a curse, and we'll still be friends. All right.
0: <laughs> I don't think I have ever played this card. I appreciate the ability, though. And if you've got the ammo to spare... This is one of the few cards that guardians have that can manipulate the chaos back. So if you, it is an event, so you got to pick your, pick your shot where you need this. But I do say that, uh, I mean, if you are at the end of the game, the thing needs to die this turn or somebody else is going to die on your side, then spending an ammo that you probably weren't gonna shoot anyway is uh, is a exactly. good bet. So I'm I'm gonna go zero on this one. I think it's I think it's solid enough. The ability is good enough that if somebody showed up with this in their deck I would not uh, I would certainly not hold it against them. Yeah. You, as long as they were playing the done. weapons that can afford it. Like if you're playing shotguns and lightning guns and all stuff like that then no mm-hmm. you've made a mistake at some point along the way mm-hmm. but uh as long as you've yeah. got the ammo i
1: think especially with vicious blow and things like that if you're combining vicious oh, blow yeah. and that like eat lead is super good in that situation right
2: if you're loading but everything up eat,
1: eat lead plus like double or nothing if you're playing with not ted to say
2: yeah you load up on one te- one skill test and then you yep. have like your overpower in there yep. yeah i see what you mean you really don't want it to fail just x being one is probably good enough i think this also rewards experienced play because when you become an experienced player you start really understanding and forecasting when the big shots are mm-hmm. you know and when like i really need to not fail this you start being able to like f- foresee those moments and mm-hmm. then i think that's when led really comes in is when you when you know this is the shot that's going to really matter and I need to not fail this. Yeah.
1: yeah, and sometimes that's not always at the end of the game. Sometimes that's in right. the middle of the game. It's yep. like, if we don't get through this hurdle now, we are not yeah. going to make it
0: to the
2: Or if I miss this and I trigger retaliate and blast AZ, you know, like we're in mm-hmm. big trouble. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, this is one of those cards that helps avoid shooting your... Fellow investigators in the face by accident, so yep. Which is
1: ironic because you're saying eat lead, so
0: you're shooting more <laughs> everywhere. everywhere.
2: <laughs> by but you spend more bullets and you become more precise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I think it I
0: think it is interesting to compare some of the cards that we've looked at throughout the this batch of guardian cards, where they seem overly concerned about potentially hitting your fellow investigator so it's like Mm -hmm. you really should engage yeah the enemy off of that investigator then deal with it so we're going to give you a lot of cards that allow you to do that and then the better card in the set is the one that says just shoot (laughs) draw an extra spend an extra ammo draw an extra token to mitigate the failure and just shoot don't engage just shoot so
2: oh, you gotta let me handle this as well it's like you got Let Me Handle this to cover them when they draw the enemy, and if you don't have mm-hmm. Let Me Handle this, you got to eat lead, like, you know, you, you got tools, you don't need to take the engage action, you don't have to do that. You got other cards.
0: The next card in the box is First Aid Level 3, two-cost asset that has two willpower skill icons, talent, and science traits, uses four supplies, a First Aid has no supplies, discard it. As an action, spend one supply, heal one damage, and one horror from an investigator or ally asset at your location. This, of course, is an upgrade for First Aid level 0 from the core set and was reprinted in the the revised core. So, if you started with the revised core, you probably got four copies of First Aid level 3 now which is probably at least two copies too many. I think we did actually kind of like this one in the revised Mm -hmm. core. It's Mm -hmm. certainly better than the level zero version. I'll give it that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because like like we said in that review, the fact that this heals one and one does help to kind of compensate for how slow it is.
2: Yeah, it heals both in one card. Yeah, and like personally, like having you know, played a variety of Investigators, and multiplayer especially, including Support Investigators. Like, I found this to be like, you know, if my deck is like slow and sturdy enough that I don't need to like race, then I think um, this kind of like does it about right. And it wasn't until recently that healing got faster. This kind of was like kind of a premier healing card for a while. And I think at this point in the card pool, like Core Dunwich and Carcosa, this is like as good as it gets for healing, mainly because it deals one and one. So you, you don't need a, a, a heal damage card and a heal horror card. You, mm-hmm. could, you got it both. And it's slotless. And four yeah. charges is quite a bit.
1: And yeah. two matching skill icons. So if you draw That's it right in the game, it's still relatively useful.
2: Yeah, or if you already have one on the table and you draw mm-hmm. a remains, you can just, you know, yeah. throw it in.
1: Yeah, it's not a bad card yeah by any means. I, I don't know if I include two in my decks, but if I have the extra XP, like, having one is fine. It's cheap yeah. enough that if you draw it, you're generally going to have the money to play it, even in Guardian. It's not too hard to maybe even have an extra action to gain a resource and then play it if you really need to, but mm-hmm. it's it's okay. It's mm-hmm. something that you can kind of do in the mid-game if you have the time, especially later in campaigns where people start to take trauma and now, now you have like some actual use case for an early game, then it becomes okay. Like, mm-hmm. you heal off the trauma before things get real. That can be okay, but... Yeah. yeah. Nothing special.
2: And I've and, and found it in, like, 3-4 player, often enough, you get... You hit a situation where, like, Daisy got ganked by, by um, by like, grasping hands or something. Now she's at 2 health, and it's like, okay, let me top you up. But uh, you can also... But this card also handles the, the occasion where, like, Roland gets ganked by Rotting Remains and he's already got trauma from his uh from his cover-up and it's like oh this helps you as well
0: yeah i think the fact that it does one and one is way better than the uh than the level zero version spending three xp i think that's probably going to be the biggest barrier depending on what kind of guardian you're building we have the uh, the next card we're going to talk about stick to the plan of course is costing you six and then as matastrophic mentioned between guns and ever vigilant and all that this one you're probably not going to pick up for a while
1: but But mark does like this card quite a bit yes
2: he does because uh if you if you squint hard enough you'll realize that mark only has five health yes
1: five (laughs) health and five sanity yep that's helps it with both problems that he has so yeah that's it's, true it's, it's useful in mark so it's definitely a yeah. wise inclusion in this
0: so how'd you guys rate this one what did we give it, it before? A four.
1: i think i oh. gave it a zero maybe a plus one
0: no it must have been yeah i feel like zero like i i would rate this one a zero it's i mean it, it does what it does it's I might one of the better healing cards a... available certainly at this time of the game
1: Yeah, I might have rated it a little higher within just the core set because oh yeah, just the core set. This is probably one of the better upgrades. Yeah, because if you have just
2: if you have just the core set and your horror soak options are elder sign amulet, then this is yeah, Yeah, this
1: is pretty good in that context. But with more cards, this is still okay.
2: Yeah, I'd still give this a zero. I think it's still pretty like. If you know, if you've got the time and you've got the XP and you're playing that supporty investigator, and I think this is pretty good, so I'm gonna yeah. give this a zero as well. Yeah. I
1: think in Mark two, Mark has the card draw to find his one copy of it. That's true. He does. And yeah. he mm-hmm. will always need damage healing. And oh yeah. <laughs> he'll probably need some horror healing at some point as well. He's very squishy in sanity terms, so. It's true. It's nice yeah. to have that.
2: Yeah, that's true, and he doesn't have access to a lot of Sanity Soak at this point in the game. Mm -hmm. Like, at all. Because he's all in on Guardian.
1: Yeah, he doesn't have something worth fighting for yet.
2: That's right, and he's not Roland, so he doesn't have, like, Art Student. Yep. Yeah, okay, so yeah. There you go. He's got combat training, but...
0: Well, we've been talking around it uh, for uh, most of the reviews of the Guardian cards. We have finally reached Stick to the Plan. It is a... uh, 3 cost uh, or doesn't cost anything because it's a permanent 3 XP, but because it's exceptional, it'll cost you 6. As a reaction, before you draw your opening hand, search your deck for up to 3 different tactic and or supply events and attach them to stick to the plan. Shuffle your deck. Cards attached to stick to the plan may be played as if they were in your hand. As an additional cost to play an attached card, exhaust stick to the plan i can't think of many cards that have revolutionized a class as much as uh, stick to the plan has for uh for guardians the uh it is 6xp which is a substantial investment and uh but back in the when this was first released you had of course ever vigilant you had uh what was the prepare for the worst was another Mm -hmm. common choice Uh, for this one so you could find your weapon turn one there's emergency cash this came out in the black stars rise Mm -hmm. mythos pack so there was a car a guardian card that was released in dim carcosa but i think everybody would uh, pretty much agree that this was the capstone of the guardian cards in uh, in path oh
1: without question. Yeah, I think this is probably the best consistency card in the game. Yeah, cuz this um for 6
2: XP, this does more than even what seekers can do mm-hmm. when it comes to like card drawing because what cuz what it really is is you start with an eight card hand, which is already worth 6 XP, you know, mm-hmm. and then um and then on top of that, you get to pick 3 of them. It's like
1: yeah, it <laughs> it basically ensures that you're always going to be and that is so invaluable in this game oh, yeah, because if you don't set up early, you're dead in this game. Yeah. But, like, there's no two ways around it. There's no sugarcoating it. If you do not get your assets in play early, you are dead. You are just... Oh, forever um,
2: for vigilant? Uh, even beyond that, just the fact that you can, like, put one... Co- like, you can go down to single copies of events that you want to see early, mm-hmm. and you can put them on the stick to the plan. Or you can do one-ofs of very specific events, like Dynamite Blast, which you won't always play, but it kind of sucks to draw because they have bad icons, you put them on the stick to the plan. Or they cost um, five resources, yeah. Yeah, like, or they yeah. cost five resources and you may or may not get to play it. Just cards that you don't always want to draw mid-game, you know, you can just stick them on the stick to the plan. And mm-hmm. I've also used I've used it for all sorts of things. Like Mark Harrigan, oh man, I've put um, Elusive on this. I've put Shortcut on this. I've put um, lots of events from later in the card pool on, on mm-hmm. this thing before. I've used this thing in like basically any investigator that can take it.
1: Yeah. yeah it's just, and, that, and that's just, just it. It's like you can build a deck with any investigator that can take it, and it's okay. still invaluable.
2: I've even played like low low event decks where it's like I don't really even want to take this because my tactics and supplies are pretty good, but I've still realized, oh my goodness, I'll just go up to three tactic events just to put them on stick to the plan. Because mm-hmm. you come out of your deck and they start in your hand. You know, even if it's just like emergency cash and ever vigilant and like Dynamite blast, you're still like doing really well. That's you know all I'm you saying? Need Like generally. it's like, like even should... all you need. Yeah. Like Yeah, so like even if you're playing like low impact events, just the fact that you start with all three of them in your hand, kind of, and they're not in your deck, like, is so good. It's just yeah. so good. Like just yeah, like seekers don't even get this efficient. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you know, this, this
0: is one of those cards that's just gotten better with time because as we've seen, as the card pull has grown, we've just every set we seem to end to end up with one or two of these very niche events that have very particular either a time in the game you want to play them or a particular scenario where you want to play them and the fact that stick to the plan allows you to play you know choose whichever three events you need at the time so mm-hmm if you pick this up as soon as you can, you know, scenario three, I'm playing these three events, scenario four, I'm playing three other events on it because mm-hmm. oh, I yeah. know that they will be useful at certain certain times during that. And then of course you play scenario eight and your choices may differ there as well. So it's, it's just very, very solid for those types of cards. And I really wish that you know other classes had access to some like that this type of ability sometimes because there are just so many Soxy. cards out there where oh. you're just like i would put this in my deck but i just don't know if i'll ever use it mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah like if mystic had a card like this that could hold like a spell holy oh, mother
2: three event spells that would be so amazing because it would just solve all the problems of even having them
1: having to like have
0: one or, or two spells.
2: Oh, you're right. yeah, yeah even if they're even if they're locked into being event spells, oh that'd be so nice. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: stick to the plan is is amazing. if you are not spending six xp on it, you uh, may need to reevaluate how you're uh, how you're building your deck. It is a huge hit. I make no bones about that. Generally, the fact that, especially in like Night of the Zealot and Dunwich Legacy and Path to Carcosa, they're not overly generous with XP, certainly not compared to what they are in campaigns these days, where you can routinely seem to earn seven, eight, nine XP on the first scenario. I think in Dunwich you're like closer to like four or five most of the time. So it may take you a couple scenarios to to earn enough XP for this one, but uh, you won't regret it.
2: Yeah, in fact, I'd go as far as saying is that like trying to fit in stick to the plan is what led to my going down that route of trying out decks that don't use big guns that use like 45 automatic level two, like the the low XP upgrades. So that way you can get your stick to the plan going as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. So it's so good.
1: Yeah, because Stick to the Plan is a card you have to buy early in your campaigns. Yeah. Because sure. you're not going to get as much use. Like, the, the longer you delay buying Stick to the Plan, the worse it gets. The worse you're going to feel, yeah. Mm.
0: Safe to say, Elder signs all around for Stick to the Plan. Yeah. It is, mm. uh, did so much for the uh, the Guardian class and continues to uh, really define the class going forward. I don't know, is there a Guardian who doesn't like it? Maybe Lily? Lily was the one that came to my mind, but...
1: um, But even then, think... like, she still likes Ever Vigilant and Emergency Cash, so it's like... So, <laughs> so I
2: do think I have played a couple of Guardians in the past where it, like de- where it was, like, almost debatable. Like, I think I've played a skill-heavy Guardian once where I just didn't have many events at all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Do I really want to spend six XP on getting my Ever Vigilant? You know, in you know, out there?" And I had like other priorities. It's tough
1: because it's I think tough, though
2: it's it's I... tough. It's the exception though. Yeah.
1: It's a, I think it's in tandem with Ever Vigilant that really solidifies yeah. its position as just being probably the de facto best thing you can do with eight experience in Guardian.
2: Yeah, it kind of is. And then there's the fact that you don't even have to double up on your good events. You know. Mm-hmm. Your good XP yeah. events. so good. Like, yeah, it's it, just it's hard just to get Really does. Uh,
1: it's like yeah. almost cursed territory, just because of how pervasive it is. But
2: yeah, I didn't. I was about. I was about to actually. I was thinking that. You know, when we were raiding it.
1: I, because... I do but think the there, I there is. is Guardian... Yeah, it's like you could kind of argue that stick to the plane creates this sort of default game plan with guardians, where they all spend eight XP, get ever vigilant. Yeah. Get sticks to the plan. Every game kinda ends up being the same in that regard. True. That and... is
2: that is a valuable observation actually. Is that it kinda ends up becoming too um but it also like patches such a hole. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it just passes a hole in Guardian though.
1: It does, yeah. And and yeah. I think it's more like yes, it does kinda lead to that, but like all Arkham games are kinda like like you have to set up in every Arkham game. So yeah. like this is just the best way of doing that i think
2: yeah i think it's more it's less an observation about like this game just it's not the card that forces you down the playstyle. it's the fact that you have a class that's very based on assets Mm -hmm. at least at this point in the game of getting your big your gun getting your ally so you kind of need this to like get your ever vigilant and just actually get set up i think more than a lot of other classes you know you you kind of have to
1: yeah Um, I, i agree with you If this was the Seeker card, holy, this would be so stupid. Yeah, but... It's not. It's a Guardian (laughs) card. It's It's a Guardian card. Yeah.
0: Honestly, I think if they were to actually... Like, if we were to give this a curse and they actually tabooed this in some way that the the, the community would just revolt.
2: (laughs) Yeah, because the Guardian needs Mm. it. That's kind of the problem. Is you don't have an alternative. Like, there's no alternative to lean on. You know? Like, Mm -hmm. when you're a Guardian. Because you don't have good card draw. You know? And you just...
1: You don't have resource just... generation.
2: Yeah, you really don't. You know, and so you need to ever vigilant on it to, you know, get you out of the gate. Yeah.
1: It's like they. I think they even realized that when they did geared up too. Oh yeah.
2: Because
1: mm-hmm. like geared up is kind of trying to do the same thing.
2: It is. Um, it's As... more risky,
1: but. Yeah, it's more it's risky. Trying to do a similar thing. It's, it's it yeah, it's trying mm-hmm. to do something similar to stick to the place of vigilant, but. Yeah. It just doesn't do it as well. doesn't do it as well, yeah, because you
2: have to do items.
0: Well, we come to the final card of our uh, Guardian Oh, there's reviews. a card after this? There is <laughs> one card after this. This was the, oh. I guess, technically the true capstone of the uh, expansion released in Dim Carcosa. This is Armor of Ardennes. It is a four-cost mm. asset that costs five XP, two willpower, and two... Combat skill icons, item, armor, and relic as a response. When damage is assigned to Armor of Arden's, exhaust Armor of Arden's Cancel one of that damage. It has four health and takes up a body slot. Never played this card. Just seemed way too much for too little.
2: I have. It was Mark Harrigan in Forgotten Age when you had like 60 XP. Hmm. But that was
1: it I could see it being good in that very one circumstance because in yeah. that campaign you take a ton of damage
2: yeah that's also true uh the
1: fact that you can um the fact that it cancels
2: that it cancels single damage pings is very nice mm. yeah it does can that, like that part is nice if you're getting hit by a little thousand cuts then that is pretty mm-hmm. nice the pro I think the main problem with this card is that stick to the plan exists and uh, you, you don't have you just don't have XP for, yeah. for things like this,
0: yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, because yeah, I could see like if you're playing a very tanky build, like one of these would be enough. Mm-hmm. I would assume.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah.
1: And then you basically just get in front of everything and just tank it forever.
2: Yeah. Yeah. In my case, it meant that I could take a two damage hit, put one, on, put two, put both of them on the armor of our dens, cancel one of them, and still put one on and draw a card as mm-hmm. Mark. That was kind of where I was going.
1: Or yeah. something where you like, you can get a lot of utility out of like guard dog and bee cop and stuff like that because you can yeah protect them with the armor
2: exactly yeah because at this point in the card pool the your only other option for the
1: body slot is like bulletproof vest yep like, or bandolier yeah if you're doing bandolier. something like that
0: yeah oh, yeah it's a neat I,
1: card I guess it's a lot of XP though
2: mm. for just soak
0: yeah for me it's really the like I think the ability is kind of cool. And I can see definitely if you're playing a tanky character, well, this is this is a way to to soak even more. But I just don't know who has five XP to to spend on one copy, much less ten for two. Hey, for it was six. Forgotten
2: Age, man. Everybody has XP. Everybody.
1: I think if this costs three XP, we'd be yeah. in business. Yeah, I think so. I three think at three XP. Yeah. i would consider playing one of this in a lot of decks but at five like you said yeah that's just too much yeah if you just don't have you don't have time for this yeah. but i mean if you want to play it sure i'll give it a zero yeah. a very powerful
2: oh yeah yeah you can take a lot of damage with this thing yeah and it means you don't have to spend actions on healing yourself because mm-hmm. this kind of like helps you know get you through the, you'll get you over the hump just by itself you can take cause... attacks
1: of opportunity much more liberally
2: Yep. And you can get in situations where you're taking a bunch of damage, like in, yeah. uh, like in, what's it? Forgotten Age. I like this thing, especially in Mark, because, like I said, you could take a big hit. You can take a big hit of three, but you could spread it around and still not worry about flipping Sophie yeah. uh, when you got this thing. And still, you draw your cards because you want to take some damage. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll give this a zero well, as well for what it does. The only problem I think it has is that um, they're just other cards that do different things that also cost a lot of XP.
0: I'm gonna knock this one down to an elder thing. just costs too much x p sure. yeah, and the the solo player in me will never buy this. There's just too many other Ooh. priorities, yeah, that's true, and yeah, it's just I think in my original review of this, I described it as a guardian bling, so if you have. <laughs> If you've upgraded everything else and you've still got five XP to spare, then uh-huh. you might as well trick out your body slot. But this is something I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be buying for a long time, and uh, if ever, most of the time. What
2: if stick to the plan didn't exist?
1: Then this would be a lot harder to get into play. They kind, they do kind of help each other out in that regard.
2: Yeah, it's just the, the over the it's the XP. You know,
1: it's... I I do think there is a mark deck that could potentially play stick to the plan. Play ever vigilant, that's seven XP. You've got your two forty fives, that's eleven. Oh,
2: you, you the cheap weapon? Mm-hmm. Okay. You go cheap on and the then weapons, And then you play one armor
1: this. of Reden, and that's sixteen. Yeah. So like that's yeah, that's doable and that seems okay. And then you basically have all the soak you'd ever need, and then you could use your allies' as proactive means of dealing damage to enemies with b Cop or Guard Dog or Greta to get clues. Yeah, it I, be, I can see yeah. it.
2: Uh, no way you're affording lightning guns, no <laughs> or flamethrowers. Yeah, you don't
1: you don't want that in yeah. in a deck like this. I don't think. I think in a deck mm-hmm. like this, you're trying to be super tanky. use Mark's abilities, use B-comps and stuff, and then let the armor soak up all his damage. Right.
0: It definitely has Mark's number, and, you know, it might even be a blessing, Mark, just because of, you know, his particular damage requirements and the fact that he needs to to take damage, but he really wants to sort of meet it out in small portions and Mm -hmm. to avoid... uh, flipping sophie over so i don't know if i would ever consider playing this outside of mark to be honest Mm -hmm. well i just don't know if this if this type of tanky guardian exists like i don't i never view guardians as particularly tanky to begin with Mm -hmm. like if york could take this then sure Mm. but yeah, Yorick is definitely super... But York has, like, leather coats and teddy bears and whatnot yeah. that he can just recycle ad nauseum, so he mm-hmm. doesn't need, really, to to do anything like this, so...
1: Yeah, I think the disadvantage to York though, is that that's kind of all he does is tank stuff, whereas Mark is gonna... He's gonna fuck shit up, and also... Yeah, it's true,
2: live. and then also, yeah, get rewarded for taking damage, mm-hmm. yeah, Well, it's definitely down, it definitely feels like this is part of that package of, you know, the paradigm is Daisy's helpless and Mark does all the fighting. Yeah, I
1: almost, yeah, I think I would give this a bless because it is a Mark card. There is, I Uh don't think any other investigator that is even interested in this. Because if I'm reading this correctly, it says you place the damage on it, right? You assign the damage to it and you cancel it. Does that Uh mean that Mark still gets to trigger his ability even if it does zero damage afterward?
2: I don't think so, because if I remember correctly, cancel cancels like it cancels forever. Ooh, I wonder how this. I wonder how this interacts with uh, poison, like the vipers. Hmm. Okay. Yeah,
1: but but like, way. He, I th- I do uh-huh. think that there is enough reason to want to play this in yeah. certain cases with Mark.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm still gonna stay zero because I think. I think it still does what it does, and there's like it's kind of the last word in damage soak mm-hmm. like there's you know it's, it's not like there's anything else out there that like does this but better yeah, yeah so i think i'm gonna stay I th- zero i think
1: that being yeah. said though i'm gonna give this a bless token because okay. you you have to build your deck to utilize it Like, i, yeah, I think fair. if you're just okay. stuffing this into like a rolling deck it's not gonna be great but with Mark, you're oh. getting a lot more utility out of it, because you're actively trying mm-hmm. to use your health. Yeah, and you want to actually like take some damage. Yeah, Roland, mm-hmm. you'd probably want to do... Um, I've had
2: worse level 4 if you've got the uh, XP for it. Yeah. Because Roland, if you get blasted for sanity, you, like, you want to prevent it all. Where like, Mark, it's like, no, I want to take a little bit so I can, get, I can draw the Yeah, card. I want to take you
1: damage know? <laughs> you know, yeah, because yeah. I want to draw cards, but I don't want to mm-hmm. take too much.
2: Exactly. You don't want to take the big... Don't want to get smacked by the ghoul priest for two mm. and two
1: you know
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: and then if it is too much i can always take like one or two on me and then heal it off with first aid late something like that. exactly
0: that's going to do it for our look at the guardian cards in the path to carcosa investigator expansion let us know in the comments down below what you think have you had uh, any experience with these cards Did we get it right? Did we get it wrong? Let us know in the comments. Uh, Any final thoughts on uh, the Guardian cards in the path to Carcosa in general?
1: I think this is where we see a turning point with the card design. I think the card design is now beginning to become self-aware, in a sense. Like, I think Stick to the Plan is one of those cards that we have identified a problem with the Guardian class. Oh, Here is a card to solve that problem. Same with Ever Vigilant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I mean, man. I think those two were designed in tandem. You, they had you to have been. You like, can't tell me otherwise.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to be like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I I think the cards in the box really do give Mark a lot of interesting options that make him different from someone like Zoe. Where Zoe That's true. Zoe wants to get a big weapon and shoot it or stab it mm-hmm. or whatever, but Mark can Mark can do some different things, right? Mark can take get a forty five and a Colt, and he can maybe <laughs> do a little bit of investigating, but then he can also very comfortably shoot things.
2: But only like some of it, because I think a lot. I think also a good chunk of it is um, that paradigm we kept talking about, where it's like you want to engage the enemies off of off of Daisy because Daisy is helpless. So we've got mm-hmm. Trent. Give you trench knife, and we're gonna give you ambush, and we're gonna give you heroic rescue. You but know,
1: they, they thought that that would be a problem, right? So they, yeah, they exactly. gave you solutions to try to. Oh, alleviate. I see what
2: you mean. Yeah, yeah, because of that play pattern. Like we're gonna give you a lot of tools for that very for that specific t- play pattern. Yeah, because I imagine
1: uh, you know when you're playing like Dunwich initially, it's like that's probably how most two-player games went. Was like I play Daisy, I play someone to protect Daisy, or yeah. I play some other investigator. And then protect them.
2: Yeah, and you can even like, tell when I was pulling up the uh, card reviews from like back in the day that that seemed to be the mentality.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: like I back really in the day, how like, many of these cards were designed like because we sort of see this split between a card like stick to the plan, where it's just like okay, we've we've seen how guardians play. Here is a an answer to that. Versus cards like heroic rescue and ambush, where it's just like here's how we think the game is going to work out. here's here's how we think people are going to play this game and we are going to provide solutions for them and then the game took a hard right and didn't turn Mm -hmm. out to be that way and so those cards now look like maybe those maybe that batch was designed you know say back with corset and dunwich maybe their holdover is from that time and then they were released and at that point the game had already changed where enemies that were supposed to be big and scary and we saw plenty of evidence of that in the uh in the core set where you know enemies were theoretically dangerous and it turns out mm-hmm. well actually they're not quite as dangerous as we thought they were so cards that are built with that idea in mind fall flat and then mm-hmm. we end up with cards like heroic rescue and Ambush that also fall flat because they were part of that initial design wave. Whereas Stick Drench to the Plan era. and Ever Vigilant and stuff like that are are mm-hmm. more modern designs that that mm-hmm. take into account what players actually need. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Totally possible. The turning point, uh, the self-aware moment, as Nathan as. Nate here was saying.
0: That's going to do it for this episode. If you enjoyed what you hear, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. If you need to contact me, I can be reached at manfromlang@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I'm also on Twitter at manfromlang. Until the stars are right, keep your shotgun close and your elder sign closer. Take care out there and happy investigating.